pull up a bar stool. All right, welcome back. You know, I'm gonna have John Robinson back on the show, and that means we're gonna get into some entre- entrepreneurship type stuff. And the, the topic we're gonna focus on today is sunset. No, not the sunset outside, but when to determine and how to determine what's the process you go through to determine whether you should sunset, stop doing something. Sunset a project, sunset a relationship, sunset anything. Could be a, just pausing things, changing how you do it. How do you evaluate that? So this is actually the time of year that I go through that process. So we're going to kind of go behind the curtain a bit and give you an idea of how I do this. And JR is going to give some really good insight. So I hope you enjoy it. Sit back, relax, pop a bottle. Let's do it. Hey everybody, John here from JohnLumber.com and John Limber Digital on Facebook. Here with another edition of the Social Media Pubcast where each week we invite you to the virtual pub and we get drunk on entrepreneurship. So today I've got John Robinson, JR, my business manager, backup CEO, back on the show. How you doing, JR? I'm feeling really good because I'm just healing through the pain of the Cubs losing like a couple weeks ago. And I'm glad they lost then so I wouldn't be in such a painful state like you are today. Painful? It'd be way more painful to lose a division. What are you talking about? <laughs> I feel like that was so long ago. I don't even remember it. So, so I'm glad they lost all that long uh, time ago. <laughs> I, I, you know, we, we make this a continuing theme, but yeah, the, yes, I am a Brewers fan. Uh, the, the worst part for me watching the Brewers lose game seven uh, was JJ's tears <gasps> and having to comfort little JJ. Was so. he crying, really? Mm-hmm. Oh man, that stinks. It does. See now, don't you feel bad now? No, I didn't know I didn't know it brought him to tears though. So yeah, that that doesn't bode well. Now now I wish they won. Yeah, me too. Because I didn't know he was crying. I was totally gonna go to the World Series too. Totally gonna go. If, oh no if, kidding. Is you had it, in your head? Even if it was just me by myself. I was gonna you know, get together some friends who would want to go, and we're gonna roll. But uh, not this year. Maybe next year. Maybe. So, what we got today? Well, today I am seeing. I like when we have conversations because it's about like a theme that I'm noticing. I've become aware of. And over the last couple of weeks, I have been personally trying to figure out which projects or relationships or ideas that I should sunset. I mean, sunset just in just gracefully and or delay or put on the back burner. And this is something that I'm, you know, doing personally. And then of course I start noticing it when with other people is they're like, man, which project should I really focus on? Or which relationships should, you know, I should really focus on, you know, if there is a, 
when you're in the affiliate relationship business or you you know have an agency and you have clients it's like all right which one should i really focus on or like most importantly for me i come up with so many ideas and i feel like mm, i should probably sunset some of those ideas instead of just letting them burn a little energy because i feel like it's a, one of your cell phone with all those apps open Perhaps. not really using them That's but the you know they're there and you know you're like oh, i just charged my phone well it's because you got 50 apps on and that's why mm-hmm. you don't have any juice so that's what i want to talk about today is talking about you know how one looks at which projects relationships or ideas that they should sunset now before getting started with the questions because you guys know that uh there's just there's a discussion worksheet for it and we call it sunset it and i i believe that tracy already posted in the entrepreneur community so this is a worksheet that's already out there for everyone in phc entrepreneurs group yeah and uh for those who are regular listeners may know know a little bit about my process and my end of year process but, you know, right about now uh, is where I start to kick in, you know, the gears up here and start thinking about what I'm going to do next year and why. Um, because really up until that point, you know, I, I'm, for the most part, we're carrying out those plans that were created in like November, December of last year. So this year, you know, there are always adjustments we make, but we didn't make any big changes. We didn't, like, decide all of a sudden to launch new uh, products, um, new programs that didn't exist before, like new structures. Um, It didn't exist before, um, new membership levels or anything like that um, that weren't planned in November, December. So now it's a matter of, okay, did what we of everything we just did this last year um what was working really well um maybe is there anything i should have done a little bit differently and uh you know so it's just kind of an evaluation time for me and looking at uh what i want to do next year what's the what's the one factor that matters to you most when you are thinking about which projects that you want to keep going with which ones you want to stop and which ones you want to start. You know, I mean, there's several factors. Um, I mean, part of it's, you know, my own energy is talking about getting energized by projects. Uh, part of it's, you know, how much time and efforts required and how much, uh, I have for that, for that. Uh, part of it's a matter of creating a list of all the things I want to do next year and prioritizing, understand I can't necessarily do all of it or like, how am I going to dedicate my time? Um, and then, you know, what gets next as a result? Um, but all that's, you know, after kind of making this evaluation too, of like, you know, where, where should I be prioritizing? And so prioritizing for me, a big part of it is, um, potential it's 
current volume, volume of um, members or customers or um, readers, whatever, and volume of, of revenue. Um, and then the type of feedback, engagement, you know, we're getting. Um, so those things all kind of help determine where we go next. So it sounds to me that you had intention when you start something, a project, and then you do this year-end look and say, okay, here are the results I expected. Here's the engagement I expected. Here's the size I expected. This is the revenue I expected. And here's where we're at. And then from there, you decide, yeah, I should. we should sunset this or we should... Yeah, I mean it's it's partly expected. Um, I don't know. Like I'm not like this. I'm really not this gut feel kind of guy. But at the same time, I, I you know like when when I determined what I want to do for this year, I wasn't like we need to get X number of members in each of these memberships. We got to sell X number of training courses for each of these to be worthwhile. Like all that kind of stuff. That's really not it. It's more of like a you know, after the fact evaluation of putting my, the energy and time and all that spent along with all these other factors, you know, what did we get out of it? Was it worthwhile? Um, as opposed to like under this line, we're not going to do that anymore. So I think what I was expecting you to say in addition to all of that, cause that, that all makes sense and that's not a surprise I would believe that the linchpin reason for you to sunset something has to do with the work that's expected of you. Yeah. Out of all that being said, I think like the, if you think like, okay, this isn't where it needs to be in order for it to get to that point, I'm going to have to do X, Y, and Z. And then if you think about the opportunity cost associated with you doing X, Y, and Z, meaning you don't get to spend time with your family, you don't get to watch the brewers play, you don't get to you know do the things that you might want to do because you're throwing resources at this project or this relationship or this idea that mm, just might not be worth it to you intuitively might not be worth it to you. Sure. Now, um, I think it's it's fluid, though. And let, let, kind of let me explain. I mean, if it's a new project, and the, the very first question that I'm going to ask is, how much time and effort and energy is it going to require of me to do it? Um, because that's the number one reason to shoot something out for me to take on something new. It's like, do I have... These addition, this additional time, energy, and resources, am I able to move it, or do I have to do this in addition to all the, the same baseline of effort that I was putting in last year, which in case I almost will always say no, and you know, because why would I do that? Um, but the other consideration for me is, as we do these end-of-the-year evaluations, am I moving around time spent anywhere? So will I start spending more time than this last year on, on something that I decide is now a priority? Does that now impact how much time I can dedicate to something else? I get that. Right. I get that. And now 
when I look at what I'm sunsetting, because I, I try to look at things on a monthly basis and look at, you know, which one should I let go of or detach from, how I feel about it shows up, like my feelings, you mm-hmm. know, is it happy, sad, angry, afraid, ashamed, like, well, some of those Energized. Forms Energized, right. Energized. You, you taught me that one. You better m- mention that word. Well, yeah, no, but it is. It's a collective energy based on the feelings and emotions you have on something. So when I say energize, there's a part of me that doesn't want people to miss that it's the ener- the energy is the outcome of doing the work on understanding what you feel about it. So if something's draining to you, it's probably because you're uneasy, unsure about it, probably because you feel silly about doing it, probably because you're a little melancholy about it. Or probably because you're frustrated by it. Those are all forms of sad, angry, afraid, and ashamed. If you said, I'm excited to do this, thrilled, ecstatic, jumping for joy. Like that to me tells you exactly where your heart is. Mm-hmm. So I think feel and energy and heart has is like that second step. The first step is let's list out all the projects, relationships, and ideas. The second step is, hey, how do I feel about them? Now, you added in a a kind of a step before it to look at the facts. What are the facts? When I intended on this, this is what I wanted. These are the results. These are the goals. And here's where I'm at. I like that. That question isn't in the worksheet. So for those that are looking at the, will be looking at the worksheet, uh, that's not a step in there. But I think it's a great step to add is to to look at where you were aiming in the beginning and where you're at right now. So, all right. So then for you, John, I get that you list out these things at the end of the year. I get that you figure out, you know, how far they were from what you really intended. Then what does it does the idea show up of what is it that i really want and i think i kind of heard that but that's the next question in our worksheet our discussion worksheet is what does that really want yeah because i look i think there are times you can override some of these results as as you're mapping this out because it's, it could be like oh it's going to take me a lot of time but i really believe in this like you know maybe there's not a high potential for for volume in customers and revenue and whatnot this year, but it really energizes me, and I'm going to spend extra time, and I'm okay with that. You know that. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, there are lots of levels of of decisions that have to make and be made in that way. Yeah, and and I mean, even for me, as I look at backup CEO engagements and even the the nonprofit things that I do. Yeah. Some of those still, to me, have to be revisited at the end of the year. Like, and right now, I have three masterminds, <laughs> three masterminds that I am really looking at right now. And those are relationships. It's kind of a project in a way because when you're, you know, asked to do work or show up or whatever, there's commitments to be made when you're doing those masterminds. So, you know, I'm looking at three of them right now. And how do I feel about the masterminds? I feel annoyed. Mm-hmm. I feel annoyed that I'm not getting the value that I wanted out of them. And I feel like, 
can I have some conversations with each group and say, hey, I'm going to leave if things don't change or I'm going to leave because it doesn't have this, this, this and this now. Or do I just leave? And I'm, I'm still trying to figure out that graceful exit. But it is how I feel. I feel I feel like it's not going to get any better. And it is based on how it's been as a pattern. Do I think people can change? Yeah. Do I think groups of people can change? A mm, little bit harder. So I just kind of see it as if it remained the same, should I be in it? And my feelings would be mostly not. Now, then if you say, well, what is it that I really want? And the masterminds that, that I'm involved in, I really want people to show up and be prepared for the time that we have with each other. If we meet once a week for an hour, be prepared. If we meet once a month, no doubt be prepared instead of just fumbling around in an hour call of, hey, what's going on? I mean, I, I like intentionality. So that's what I really want. And I think when we are looking at sunsetting relationships, projects, or ideas, what I really want is, is important. You know, what you really want is important when you're making that decision. Can How hear, about... Can you hear that, by the way? Yeah, I can hear that, but that's no big deal. So, um, so then the next thing, John, is you're thinking about projects, relationships, or ideas, and you're figuring out what you really want, figuring out what value is, what effort it's going to take for you to do it. Do you think about what is it you don't want? Because I know I do. I think about what I don't want, no longer want to tolerate. Does that show up for you in your psyche or your thinking? Yeah, I think it's, it's part of the thought process of what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's, it's complicated. It's, I don't think it's as simple as... Because uh, otherwise we'd be doing the same thing every year. You know, things don't always go exactly as planned. Uh, you, you, you learn things about what you actually do want and don't want on the fly. And um, that's why we adjust. I mean, that's why, you know, last year we made a big adjustment in the, um, the, the, the model. The, what, what, what's mm-hmm. the... Yeah, so so we made it. We made a big adjustment in our pricing model. Pricing no model because uh, I, I learned what I don't want um, based on something just maybe uncomfortable about the way things were before, and so you know we, we figured that out. Even though it's been seven over seven years now. All right, so let let I I think that's a perfect topic. So let's rewind and let's kind of go through some of the steps because I think you bring up a really good point. So in the first question, it's like, what project, relationship, or idea should I sunset? And I would say the idea that we sunset was what in regards to the pricing model? What's the idea that we sunset? Man, it's, it's been so long now, but <laughs> I mean, it's been a year. But I believe, so we had training programs that were running at, what, 297? Yeah, you don't have to be specific on the numbers, I, I, but we, right, yeah. I, I but we had like, training programs that were $297 to participate. And um, you could join Power Hitters Club. And so those training programs were also uh, robust. So there were four-week training programs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it took up a lot of my time. And PHC Elite, so the, our exclusive highest-level membership, was $97 a month. Um, at the time, 
they got access to the replays of that training, not necessarily mm-hmm. live. But then it all started like, what, this doesn't make sense anymore. Like, to me, like, and, and we didn't say it on the landing page, oh, you could also just get these replays by going and joining PHC Elite. But sometimes people figure it out. I was like, why did I just spend $297 or whatever it was? I don't even remember anymore. Um, when I could, and I couldn't attend live anyway, I could have just signed up for PHC Elite and saved that money. So basically, we found middle ground in that. Um, so I wanted to make it so you could do either or for one hundred forty-seven dollars. So we changed the training so it wasn't this four-week program; it's just a single week but two lessons, and it'll be one hundred forty-seven. And PHC Elite, we increased the value because now we're going to stream those live to PHC Elite, and we're also going to add some other things to increase the value. And so we increased the price to any new members sign up to 147. So then you have the option of one or the other. And then I'm like, at that point, the pricing I'm more comfortable with and it makes more sense. So what you didn't want was to have to do that a lot of bad, you know, a lot of work. That was a well, lot. That, of that was lifting. one of the reasons. Yes. The, one of the reasons. So, so basically like every single week and we were doing training almost every month, every week, even if it was one day during that week, I, I was thinking about that training. And whereas I had been, I kind of wanted to just have this one week where we just get it over with. Yeah. Yeah. I see that. I see that. So you got real specific on what you really wanted Mm-hmm. and what you really didn't want. And then the next thing you had to do was take an important step. What was the important step that you took as you were looking at this pricing model being a bit confusing, causing a little tension, and just not feeling right? What, what was the next step you took? Um, I think it's was, it was a matter of alerting my list. Well, first of all, t- explaining to my community that we're going to increase the price, not on them. So if they stayed in the group, they would continue to pay whatever they're paying. And then emailing my list about you know this upcoming change. So what that ended up being is this whole concept that I referred to as a, a reverse uh, discount. Mm-hmm. So which <laughs> ended up being really effective. And that I'm not discounting anything, but if you want the price as it is right now at $97, you have until this deadline. So yeah. it, it ended up being great. And it, it, it um, brought in a, a bunch of new signups. And then uh, from that point forward, it's been 147, whatever that point was, it was sometime in January. It's been 147. And then our first training was launched soon after that at 147. Um, and then our landing pages then now make it very clear. You can either sign up for this one training, or if you'd like, you can sign up for PHC Elite and get access to a whole bunch of other stuff too, in addition to this training for the same price. And so then it's there's there's does not it doesn't feel like you know we're hiding anything. That it's kind of an obvious choice, but it depends on how much you care. You know you're squeamish about commitment, and there you go. Yeah, I like that because there's a part that. I think about as you go through this and you're testing it out and you're trying to find out if it works or doesn't work. The last question that's on our worksheet is like, how can I keep my courage strong when I experience disappointment? 
Mm, I don't really like the question. I think I'm gonna have to retool it because this is a worksheet that all of our worksheets, all our conversation sheets are the latest version and then we'll change them, you know, so it's a better question. But what I'm really trying to go after is as you go through this process of starting something new, making this change, and you start receiving objections or pushback on it, maybe in the beginning and middle and later in the stages, how do you handle the objections of it, of this, of change like this? Um, you know, we uh, certainly listen and see if there's any common themes to the objections. Uh, and, and don't be offended by it, uh, but also don't feel like, oh, they're not happy, this is what they want instead, I better do, do that to make them happy. Um, it's a matter of, you know, this was my plan, this is the, the way I want, want it to happen. The objections don't necessarily change that plan. Um, you know, change is hard for some people. The reality is, like, some people are going to say $147 is too expensive for me. And that's fine. We have lots of other options for you, too. Mm-hmm. So you can join PHC Basic and just read our free content, free webinars, whatever. So PHC Elite's not right for you. Training prices are actually lower than they used to be. So um, honestly, any, any kind of a obje- and again, anyone who's already in the group, their price didn't go up. So the objections were, I think, pretty minimal, really. Hmm. But the, the, the main thing was like, did, did they have a point? Did they have a point that I need to address? Uh, is there a weakness in this? Is there a loophole? Uh, is this put, uh, send some sort of message I was not intending? I mean, these are all types of things I need to consider like when, when there's an objection and, and whether or not I need to use that and you know, apply it and like adjust. I like the idea of pausing. I, I like the idea of, you know, don't be real quick to make to swing back. It's like this idea when you're in a boat and you oversteer one way and you oversteer the other way and back and forth. It's like, no, slow down. Maybe make minor adjustments, but just don't swing all the way back. Because, like, if you get a few pieces of feedback and like, oh, maybe we should just go back to the old method. Let's just yeah. charge $397. let us let us go back to four-week programs instead of, you know, two, two days in a week. And if you if you are too quick to do that, I don't think you really get a chance to see what works and what doesn't. Yeah, I mean, even uh, November December, we're going to experiment with now a single lesson, mm-hmm. and it's ninety seven. Which then now it's on the reverse side of the spectrum. Before yeah. the training was more than PHC Elite. Now PHC Elite's more than the training. Does that create any new objections? I don't know. Yeah. Are the same number of people going to sign up for it, resulting in less revenue? Are more people going to sign up for it now? And it becomes a, it's like, whoa, we we need to do this more often? Well, with you you saying that, I like the, the opposite of this exercise of talking about what you sunset. I mean, it's okay. Well, what do you start? And then when you're talking about starting a $97 one time, training and it being less than the monthly membership model what is it that you want to happen and what is it you don't want to happen with this experiment 
Well, I mean, first of all, there's curiosity that can we create as much value in one lesson as we as we did in two? Mm-hmm. So saving some time and energy and effort and everything else while making people just as happy and also making them happier maybe because they're spending less. Yeah. Um, so when you do that, that, that like if that works and people love it and people more people pay for it and it actually ends up being a better revenue generator, um, I mean, it's kind of the best of both worlds in that not only do you make people more happy and you get more customers and revenue and everything else, you're spending less time doing it because it's only one lesson now instead of two. Because sometimes yeah. we just assume, I mean, I've, I've, I was guilty of this a, a lot, especially in the early days, not just from going from four lessons to, to two. We just assume the more, more is better. Mm-hmm. The reality is more can be really overwhelming and people are like, ah, what the hell is this? And they don't appreciate it. Sometimes just give them something simple. It's in one shot. I guess we'll find out. Yeah. Yeah, we will. I'm smirking because I'm like, oh, can't wait to see what it looks like of a one training session that's 97 bucks. And then thinking, wow, what can we do with entrepreneurs? I know you're smirking at that, but the, I can't wait just to see what, what happens with this. These one instance training, you know, topics. And it may bomb. We don't know. Yeah. We'll find out. Yeah. No, that's sweet. So as I was, you know, started off this, this frame of just six questions that are tailored around, you know, what, what should you sunset? How do you feel? What do you want? What don't you want? What's the most important step to take? And then how do you stick with the decision and and not quit too early? And that, that's the context for each one of these questions within the sunset it worksheet so you did a great job walking through that and that's all i have on sunsetting all right so we're gonna sunset this uh, episode (laughs) i feel great about doing that (laughs) what i really want is that you're able to articulate how you think about starting and stopping things and I got exactly what I wanted. So, yeah. Okay. yeah. All right, PHC Entrepreneurs members, uh, you should see a link to the worksheet below the video. Everybody else, if you want access to that, you need to join PHC Entrepreneurs. We'll talk more about that in the future. That's all I got. Anything more? Nope, that's it. Thanks. All right. Thanks, everybody. Until next time, do awesome things. We're out.